0: Hello and welcome to Confused and Homicidal, where this week Tori is confused.
1: <laughs> I am confused.
0: <laughs> and I'm homicidal.
1: Welcome back. I just want to say that.
0: Yes, welcome back indeed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're excited yeah. to have you here. So thank yeah. you for joining us again.
0: And we're excited to be here. We've had so much fun these last couple episodes and <laughs> we hope that it continues.
1: Yeah, we were just honestly both almost on the floor rolling over laughing from like about like twenty minutes ago, give or take. <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, maybe even like 20 seconds ago. That but... too. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, the case for this week, I kind of hinted at last week, was, again, not in the United States.
1: That seems to be Andrew's theme.
0: Apparently, I don't know why, but all of the cases that have been passionate about recently haven't taken place in the U.S., and I don't know why, it's just kind of happened. <laughs> um, but... Yeah, the, the first like major major one that I found that I, I want to do in, in a couple of episodes that'll probably be a multi-parter that one's coming soon so I'm really really excited about he that one so
1: excited he sent me a bunch of text messages and they're just like almost all caps and like right after the other
0: yeah and then like we
1: blasted me with a text
0: and then we went to dinner and then I blasted her in real life with mm-hmm. absolute <laughs> word vomit <laughs>
1: yeah
0: I was just like Tori 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 this case this case I found it I'm so excited I'm gonna do it and it's gonna be so it's gonna be a multi-parter and we're gonna we're gonna love it it's gonna be mm-hmm. great
1: and I was just like Chinese like uh-huh <laughs> good for you like yep. yeah
0: yeah. You you tried being excited for me, mm-hmm. but
1: honestly that we do the same thing though to each other. Like <laughs> oh, wait, oh totally. like, Andrew Andrew, like this case is so exciting. Like, mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> yeah.
0: So so that one will be coming soon. Um and it is also not in the United States. But I promise there is is an episode coming out very soon that is from the United States. So this will probably be my last one out of the United States, and then I'll go into the United States and then right back out again because I don't know why. I, I mean,
1: don't know why. there are a bunch of cool cases outside of the U.S., and so That's we definitely true. want to highlight those as well because yeah. those cases deserve to be talked about a lot as well. So mm-hmm.
0: Equally as much mm-hmm. as the ones here.
1: Yeah, they're all important. Yeah,
0: yeah, for sure. So as I said before, um, this one takes place in Russia, it's a little bit of a different one. It's not exactly true crime, but we are going to be talking about the Russian sleep experiment. So mm. just to set the scene a little bit, again, this was in Russia. <laughs> so this was Russian experiments in 1947. So the start of the cold war. This was an experiment. They were trying to test out a new gas to keep Russian soldiers awake for longer.
1: Oh, that's terrifying.
0: (laughs) Russian researchers kept five people awake for 15 days using experimental gas-based stimulants. Oh no! (laughs) So these were all um, prisoners of war or people that from other countries that they didn't like.
1: Yeah, they're all POWs. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So they were kept in a sealed environment, and this was in a time. Before two-way cameras
1: were a thing. Yeah, very much so. (laughs) Yeah,
0: there was a specific time But I think I forgot to write that down. But anyways, so they didn't have cameras in there, but they did have equipment in there monitoring the oxygen levels Mm -hmm. um, and how much oxygen was was being used and just monitored everything to do with oxygen really so the the gas was proven to be toxic in very high concentrations hmm. but they were just giving it to them slowly over an extended period of time so they were kind of just trying to figure out how much it really would affect mm-hmm.
1: them i'm kind of curious if it accumulates it's like a bioaccumulant, mm-hmm. like mercury is because mercury like you it's normal to have a little bit like we all have a little bit in us most likely yep but just like when we get so much inside of our body that our body just shuts down So i kind of wonder if this is similar to mercury
0: mm-hmm. it could be we'll see we'll see <laughs> you in a little bit so as i said before this was a little bit before cameras like that were being able to monitor so there were only microphones and then they had one big five inch thick porthole window that they could observe the test subjects through.
1: Five inches isn't that big.
0: Sorry, five inch thick as oh, in like glass. the glass was, was five say, inch thick.
1: You're probably gonna be able to see anything in that room. No, the, the- Five inch thick glass, ooh that is-
0: Yeah, that's- it's thick glass.
1: That's a little bit of overkill. You can probably barely see them with so much mm-hmm. the glass.
0: But it was a big mm-hmm. porthole window, so it was, it was a decent size. They were able to see fairly well in there. The test subjects were provided with basic living necessities as well as other Besides commodities. Sleep.
1: Besides sleep. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
0: So they were provided with books, running water, they had a toilet or like a bathroom, and then they had dry food enough to last over a month.
1: So they're like literally locked in this room.
0: Correct. There was no way of them getting out. It was completely sealed.
1: Oh, I'm, God. Now I, now the stuff about the oxygen levels makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah. Oh, I'm kind of curious how they're going to maintain oxygen levels. Because there's like 12 people you said in there? There's five. Oh, five. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Five or 12. I got mixed up. But like, yeah. Same difference. Close enough. But there's, so there are five people in there, all breathing oxygen, and there's no way, and now the thickness of the glass makes sense too. Mm -hmm. It's like, humans aren't even going to break through, like, even the types of glass you can have very thin and still be strong, but yeah, oh, that makes sense now with the oxygen. Okay, now I'm really curious about that.
0: Yeah. So not only were they provided with those things, but in a way, just to kind of spite them and kind of mock them for not being able to sleep, they had cots in there. Oh no. But none of the cots had any bedding on them. So it was kind of weird, but.
1: I mean, you can just like lie down. Yeah,
0: but it, it was never enough to get comfortable to sleep. So, yeah, as I said before, the test subjects were political prisoners and deemed to be enemies of the state. So, for the first five or so days, everything seemed to be normal. They all acted normally. <laughs> Test subjects hardly complained, and they promised that they would be freed if they didn't sleep for 30 days.
1: Oh, that's so long. So, a month. Like, I've done a lot of research on sleep because I'm an insomniac. And so just (laughs) like, just knowing stuff about sleep, because it was interesting to me for some reason, even though it's like, I can't sleep some nights, so I was like, kind of spiting myself. But yeah, 30 days is so long. Yes. To go without sleep because the importance of sleep to your body? Oh.
0: <laughs> so all of their activity seemed to be pretty normal. But as time went on, they did start to talk about increasingly traumatic events.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Most of them started talking about the wars mm-hmm. and the atrocities that they had seen in those wars. And other, other things like abuse in their life and just other traumatic events that okay, happened. I
1: have a quick question that's totally off the topic of mm-hmm. what you're talking about. Do you know what the chem- what chemical or what they were using to keep them awake?
0: I don't. wasn't said. It was just said to be an experimental I don't. Okay. guess.
1: I'm just kind of curious what they were doing because they're most likely using a stimulant. Yep. To keep them going, because similar, because coffee is a st- or caffeine, caffeine or so is a stimulant, and yep. that's what keeps you awake, because it fills your receptors, because in your brain, what makes you tired is you have these receptors, and they're called adenosine receptors, and so when you're when you're awake and you're using energy, you're breaking down adenosine triphosphate or ATP, which is the energy to run your cells, and so they go on these receptors, and then once enough of them fill, your brain's just neurons are just slowed down and aren't firing. But what caffeine does, it's small enough that it fits in there to block stuff. Mm-hmm. But it, Or it's big enough to fit in there and it can block stuff, but it's too small that it doesn't fit the receptor. So it doesn't activate the receptor. So it's not telling your brain it's tired. So you just have a bunch of your receptors are full, but they're not activated. Like you normally would be with adenosine in them. So that's how caffeine works. And also yep. the reason they're addictive is because caffeine is small enough that it like cuz on the adenosine receptor you have a dopamine receptor which is a ha- one of the happy feel good chemicals and so caffeine is small enough that it leaves the dopamine receptor open mm-hmm. and so dopamine can fit in there too so that's why you get like that high and you're yeah. so happy taking caffeine
0: so that's why i like coffee so much that makes yeah. so much sense
1: Andrew drinks way too much it scares me how much coffee this man drinks
0: yeah it's kind of bad sometimes but i've only had 3 today so it's okay
1: Andrew, how many shots of espresso were in those?
0: Um, Two, three, and two again. So, seven total. Which, for me, is not that bad.
1: That's, it it takes 14 shots of espresso to be toxic. To overdose on espresso That's 14. I know. Oh my god. Well, it's such concentrated. I've gotten so
0: close before. Andrew. (laughs) I've not even known it.
1: I think you might just have to like take it straight, kind of thing like you just drink fourteen shots at once. yeah,
0: that makes sense. but they're but, like, there...
1: over a day.
0: yeah, there were definitely days over like January where I was having upwards of ten to twelve Andrew. daily for sure. Oh. so that's interesting. you know I almost me. died. not really. but
1: you scare me. <laughs> <laughs> and for reference, I don't drink coffee. So that's why interest seems so extreme. Other people probably do. I just, don't because I'm super like caffeine sensitive and I get like all jittery and like wanna run off the wall.
0: Oh, same, but it's such an amazing high feeling, so.
1: It makes me, I hate it Mm -hmm. so much.
0: (laughs) So things definitely started getting darker after the fourth day, that's when they started talking about the traumatic events. But after five days, that's when things got weird. Things went south and they went south fast. I bet so that's when they started to complain about the circumstances and events that had happened and that were going on Mm
1: -hmm.
0: which i don't blame them they've been awake for five days now
1: yeah you've been stuck in your room for five days you're a prisoner of war (laughs) so that's probably well not probably it's definitely not pleasant
0: yeah that's awful so Mm -hmm. at this point um they started to demonstrate severe paranoia
1: that makes sense because like people who don't sleep for a while they like they start hallucinating because mm-hmm. when you sleep your body like your brain cleans it like deep sleep just cleans your brain out yep because you just have so much junk in there and so if you're not allowed to sleep your your systems can't work things like your lymphatic system or something. Yeah. But like yeah, your systems aren't allowed to work. Oh, this looks so nervous. Yeah,
0: so at this point they stopped talking to each other and they kind of each took over their own little area of the room.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: the the five of them just were in their own corners basically and then a lot of them started to go to the microphones that were obviously on the walls and around that they they knew where they were there Mm-hmm. And they began to whimper to the microphones and the portholes. They thought that they could win the trust of the experimenters by turning on each other. So they started making up stories about the other test subjects that are in there with them to try...
1: Like well, gain some sympathy. Yeah,
0: exactly. And they tried to turn the experimenters on each other. So
1: That makes sense, though. That's yeah. actually pretty logical. That's yeah, not it's not a bad tag.
0: It, I agree and it's also part of the paranoia that oh, they're experiencing scary, yeah. is they're scared every single little person
1: mm-hmm. well, I'm surprised that they're not sc- like I'm just surprised they're not scared of the experimenters too well mm-hmm. They yeah because they probably are but in a different sense Yeah because they might be They're probably scared they of power.
0: them but oh, they probably see everything. them as their saving grace in mm-hmm. in some ways as well
1: Yeah most likely
0: Yeah, so the researchers thought that this might have been a side effect of the gas. And that's kind of all that they uh, summed it up to be.
1: I I mean, it could be part of the gas, but I think it's more so them not sleeping.
0: Yeah, and that's kind of part of what they were trying to to figure out.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So, more time passes. Now, it's nine days have passed.
1: Okay.
0: That's when the first test subject started to scream.
1: Makes sense.
0: <laughs> he began to run the length of the chamber and yelled for over three hours straight. Oh,
1: that must be terrifying to watch. Like, being in there, like, with the other, like, if you one of the other four subjects. Yep.
0: To watch <sighs> for the researchers to listen to, for yeah. anyone to listen to, but for three hours. I can't, I can't imagine that. Three hours straight.
1: Oh, that would be so horrible.
0: But... All of a sudden, the screaming stopped.
1: Did he just like pass out or die?
0: Not yet. Not yet. Okay. So researchers could not could no longer hear screaming, but they could still hear whimpering sounds coming from him. Mm -hmm. And because of this, they concluded that he had screamed so violently for so long that he just completely tore out his vocal cords. Like. They just shattered, I mean, mm-hmm. tore basically. Yeah, I'm
1: surprised nobody's had other, like, a seizure, a stroke, a heart attack. That's why mm-hmm. I'm just, like, surprised because you reach a certain point. Like, when you don't sleep, your chances of having a heart attack, like, oh, they skyrocket. Or cardiac arrest just skyrocket. Like, just mm-hmm. any health condition. Like, this is why it's important to sleep mm-hmm. because your body does so much while you're sleeping. Yeah. Like, it's so amazing. Mm hmm.
0: Yeah. The other test subjects seemed to have absolutely no reaction to this. They, again, they were just in their own (laughs) areas, um, and they continued whispering in into the microphones in the porthole window. And then the second captive started screaming. Oh no. While the second one was screaming, two of the non screaming captives took books apart, smeared their feces on the pages and put it on the window. So they, oh, they were, see yeah, so the researchers could not see it anymore. They only had the microphones that they could listen to and they had the oxygen levels, but they could no longer see.
1: I mean, that's kind of like MacGyver, but with species. <laughs> <VCs.
0: laughs> yeah. All of a sudden the screaming stopped and okay. so did the whispering. Everything went silent.
1: Oh, what does the what are the oxygen levels doing? Cause like if they're not living, the oxygen levels are, if they're still pumping in oxygen or however they're maintaining it, they're either going to stay stagnant if there's nobody in there to use the oxygen or if they're still pumping in, it's going to keep increasing.
0: Yep. And so they kind of just let it be for a couple of days. Mm -hmm. So three more days passed. So at this point, this is day 12 of the experiment. So day 12, there's still no sound. So the researchers thought that either they had died or that maybe their microphones had malfunctioned Mm because they couldn't see. So they had no idea what was truly going on in there. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So they thought maybe the microphones had malfunctioned or stopped working.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, and they could have done something to, I mean, they spread their feces on paper and stuck it to a window. It wouldn't surprise me if if that kind of part of the paranoia finally snapped and they're like oh Mm -hmm. i can't trust them either and like broke the microphone because you don't want them listening exactly
0: so they had no idea Mm -hmm. so they questioned were they dead or just deadly quiet but then they looked at the oxygen levels like you said oxygen consumption levels showed that they were very much alive oh levels were concurrent with five people consuming oxygen at Mm -hmm. a very high level of strenuous effort or exercise. So
1: they're doing something really strenuous. It's kind of like the Lord of the Flies thing now.
0: (laughs) This is now the morning of the 14th day, around midnight. Mm -hmm. The researchers used the intercom to display, so that the test subjects could hear them. And they tried to get a response from the prisoners they thought to be either dead or at least brain dead. Because they're brain dead, it's potential that they're like still breathing and Mm -hmm. that's why they're consuming oxygen still.
1: Yeah. I mean, you think that maybe like they need other help because your brain just does so much, but maybe they've just lost cognition. Mm -hmm. So like they, their body is still going to do the automatic stuff that you don't think about doing, like keeping your heart pumping, but
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't know enough about the brain. Right, for sure.
0: And they weren't really sure either. That's Mm -hmm. kind of what this whole experiment was about. It
1: makes sense. It's a viable option.
0: So they they used the intercom and they said, quote, We are opening the chamber to test the microphones. Step away from the door and lie flat on the floor or you will be shot. Compliance will earn one of you your immediate freedom.
1: One of you. Oh, and them against each other. Really Lord of the Flies now.
0: <laughs> yeah. Then a calm voice replied, We no longer want to be
1: freed. There must be some hard drugs. <laughs> no wonder they're not t- sending out what it was. Oh, we no longer want to be freed.
0: At this point, it was in between the 14th and the 15th day Mm -hmm. and uh, a debate between the researchers and the military broke out about whether the research should go on. They were worried about funding. Their funding was kind of running out.
1: Which is fair. Funding is hard to get. Yeah.
0: They couldn't get any reactions out of the test subjects anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's
1: your path to funding. So if you can't prove that you're doing something, the funding's going to be cut, especially during the Cold War. They were trying to build as many nukes as they could.
0: Yeah. So at this point, they decided to open the chamber, and this was the 15th day at midnight. Mm -hmm. So midnight of the 15th day, the chamber was flushed of the gas (laughs) and replaced with clean air. The test subjects immediately objected, and the three that still had their vocal cords began pleading to turn the gas back on. And it's described as if they were pleading for the life of a loved one. Like, they needed this so badly.
1: It had to be a stimulant. This is a drug yep. you get hooked on. Oh, that's, mm-hmm. oh, that is terrifying. Yeah, they have an addiction to it now.
0: Yep, yeah, they do. So, the chamber is completely refilled with regular air. And the chamber is opened. They sent soldiers in um, to get the test subject. And the test subjects screamed louder than ever. And when The soldiers saw what was in there, they were screaming too. (laughs) So four out of the five test subjects were still alive. One had died at some point, Mm -hmm. Um, but four of them were very much alive. So they concluded that the rations of food past day five were not touched. So what were they eating? Chunks of meat from the dead test subjects were seen to be stuffed in the drain in the center of the chamber and the water from the bathroom had been turned on. So there was a good like four or five inches of just bloody water, just absolute gore, just everywhere in, in the chamber. And then all four of the surviving test subjects had chunks of muscle and skin torn from their bodies
1: muscle too mm-hmm. that is deep
0: yeah so they wounds be, they must
1: not have any feeling either from the sounds of it because they would be in so much pain
0: yeah probably So
1: that probably messed with their pain receptors too mm-hmm. this drug this drug is terrifying
0: indeed so the wounds were they were they were said to be consistent with those inflicted by hands and not with teeth and most of the wounds, if not all of the wounds, were said to be self-inflicted.
1: Yeah, they definitely have no pain receptors. But yeah, that's that's scary. I'm kind of curious how the first person died because it could've been an overdose because mm-hmm. people like
0: yeah, it was said that the,
1: people and yeah, mm-hmm. just different brain, brain chemistry. They're gonna react to stuff differently. Yeah,
0: and the gas was said to be lethal in higher mm-hmm. quantities. So
1: yeah, it could've been. Yeah, he could've had a if it's a bioaccumulant, it could have been yeah, just accumulated too much. If he was breathing really heavy, because they said that it looked like somebody was doing strenuous activity, and that's also probably them like ripping their skin off too. Cause yeah, that is not easy, and for a good reason.
0: So, in some of the test subjects, their abdominal muscles from below the rib cage had been completely removed. Oh. The look on Tori's face right there, absolutely priceless.
1: <laughs> Gosh, the yeah, confusion the, and just... Below
0: from below the, the rib, cage.
1: rib cage. So like all of your those are like important muscles. Yeah.
0: But it said that the heart, lungs and diaphragm remained in place.
1: It that's because they're under the ribs. <laughs> <laughs> but
0: um Did a lot of the skin intestine? and muscle had been ripped Did away. They
1: get after at their intestines or anything cuz that's more like <laughs> what's in like what we say is like your stomach, that's like yep. your long it. That's your small intestine which is so ironic because your small intestine is like huge yeah yeah so if you compare mass of your small intestine to mass of your large intestine it's like not even close
0: mm-hmm. they at least in some of them had been removed but was still attached so it was okay. kind of just like they hanging are... outside of the body but it was still very much attached and very much it's
1: still functioning okay because yep. if it was on like if it was cut there's right no it was not
0: out. cut or anything
1: that's impressive that that was able to work outside of the body, but it probably would have worked forever. But.
0: Right. The digestive tract was intact, just not in their bodies. So, like, their small intestines, their stomach, everything, it was mm-hmm. still Which working.
1: It happens. That happens, to like, you're. Yeah, not to get gross, but yeah, there are other times, like, without inflicting it on purpose. Like, it happens sometimes. Stuff will pop out.
0: Yeah. And then it was concluded that the majority of what they were digesting was their own flesh
1: their own flesh
0: their own flesh so they were ripping it off themselves and self-cannibalizing
1: that has got to be confusing for your small intestine to try like (laughs) what is this
0: yeah it's
1: familiar but it's oh so familiar (laughs) but different like deja vu
0: (laughs) yes so at this point the soldiers refused to remove the test subjects
1: i would refuse to put them back in there (laughs)
0: Well, they were never removed. They oh, were. They were,
1: never removed. they
0: were just. They were still in there, but okay. they were observed.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, like, yeah, it would probably be a good idea to be in there, but turn off the gas. Just let them. Right. Exactly. But they probably need immediate medical attention with detoxing. Like, even just detoxing from like the regular drugs and alcohol that we're used to. That's like more forming of addiction. Mm-hmm. Like you have to be like under quite a bit of observation because detoxing is a very violent process.
0: Yeah, it is. And the test subjects begged to remain um, and for the gas to be turned back on. And they were eventually removed by the soldiers, Mm -hmm. but not without consequences. The test subjects fought back and surprisingly, they fought back hard.
1: That's so surprising, cause yeah, you think they'd be weak, cause yeah, their body's probably like, on the verge of <laughs> cardiac arrest.
0: Yeah. So one of them, the test subject, attacked one of the soldiers. He bit his neck and completely ripped oh, out yeah. his throat. Just
1: windpipe.
0: Yeah. So Dude, the trachea. soldier Ooh. died.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And then another of the soldiers was injured when um, his. Uh, Manlyhood got uh, <laughs> a a little nom nommed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. That I'm gonna laugh at, but
0: <laughs> Yeah, it said that his thing got ripped off and an artery it's in his true. leg was severed by teeth. So it someone was dangerous. biting. <laughs> yeah, it can be dangerous.
1: Yeah. There there's there's a reason why they call it the vital one. It, they actually do. They call it the vital one in medical yep. stuff. And it's I find it hilarious that they call it that. But... Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah so in total, five of the soldiers died and some five? of them were the so the the, the two that we talked about trachea, and then the and then th- three no. other ones uh, were by suicide
1: by suicide
0: yeah because they they had committed Blair? suicide after what they had seen. I, yeah
1: yep I mean I don't want anybody to commit suicide, but that <laughs> is something to push you to the edge. yeah that's because yeah you know, you're just like seeing these people that like you saw were normal. And then you just change them. Oh, yeah, that's gonna be something that weighs on your conscience.
0: I agree, and yeah, I again, there were consequences. So one of the test subjects' spleen had ruptured yeah. while he was trying to be re- while while they were trying to remove him, um, and he bled out immediately. Oh, uh huh. Doctors were trying to sedate him, but yeah, he was There's just no- still fighting. He had. They, they were applying 10 times the human dose of morphine,
1: <laughs>
0: and he was still fighting.
1: He was on something.
0: Yeah, and uh, so that's what caused his spleen to rupture.
1: Yeah, oh my gosh, that's ridiculous.
0: Yeah, it's then said there was more oxygen in his System and like pumping through his veins than there were blood.
1: I'm kind of curious blood. how that's effect- how it's affecting brain function because you you're saying how they're breathing heavy. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that's like blocking oxygen from getting to their brain so that's why they're breathing so heavy because like there are lots of drugs like a lot of drugs like because I've heard like some kids like never do this like please never do it you will <laughs> there's a chance of death and I would not wish that upon anybody but like they'll like inhale a like, keyboard cleaner and that okay. will block like some of your oxygen receptors so that gives you like the concept of being high but it's literally just your brain like oh crap we don't <laughs> have any oxygen and just panicking Oh really? Yeah, huh. so like I've never heard of this before. Please never inhale keyboard cleaner. It blocks oxygen pathways in your brain and will kill you. People yeah. like it was more so teenagers that were doing it cuz it was like
0: mm-hmm. cuz like
1: more the harder stuff was more difficult to get so kind of people getting yeah just like Teenagers send me, yeah. and it wasn't just my area. It was just I think it was a bunch of other areas, and mm-hmm. my parents just sent me down like, if you ever inhale keyboard cleaner, like you're this an idiot. Yeah, which makes which, sense. Yes. Like, yeah, I agree. <laughs> Tough love, but yes, please don't inhale keyboard cleaner. Yeah, don't cleaner. do that. That's I, I, I cannot stress that enough. <laughs>
0: so, out of the five, there are three of them were currently surviving. Mm-hmm. They were heavily restrained and. Two out of the three of them had intact vocal cords. So nice. one of them, they was one of the screamers from earl- earlier, and then the the ones who whose spleen had ruptured, he either him or the the, the one other the other one that had died previously, one of them yeah, their so vocal screamer. cords had mm-hmm. ripped as well. So the two that had intact vocal cords were just constantly begging for the gas to be turned back on. Mm-hmm. They wanted it so bad. So at this point. The most injured of them was taken immediately to have surgery. Mm-hmm. He was basically immune to the sedative that they were trying to give him, and he fought back crazily.
1: There must have been so much stimulant in their brain that like mm-hmm. any sedative could not, like, wasn't working. They must, yeah, that's got to be a bioaccumulant. Yeah. There had to be too, so much in there. Like, mm-hmm. it's normal for stuff to have to, like, take a little while to get out of your system. But, like, because, yeah, detoxing and whatnot. But so much that it just drives you that level of insane. I'm just, I'm, I'm reeling from this. this is, <laughs> oh.
0: It was said that he was able to break through a leather strap that was four inches wide while being held down by a 200-pound soldier.
1: Yeah, that, that thing's, like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So they, eventually, they injected him with incredibly high levels of sedative, upwards of 10 times the lethal dose, plus it could have been more. So that was administered, and once he calmed down, once he went under, his heart immediately he had stopped. To
1: stop, yeah. It feels like, yeah, it had to be like horse tranquilizer or something.
0: Yeah. So three out of the five are dead now. hmm They put him in autopsy. And it was said that his blood had three times the normal oxygen levels of a regular, like, healthy human being. That's
1: so much.
0: Yeah. And he obviously had many torn ligaments and broken bones. Mm-hmm. He, was, he was he was a frail old man.
1: Yeah, what was his... Yeah, did he have, like, high red blood cell count? Like, high hemoglobin? I'm not sure. that okay. I couldn't find I anything on that. I that would be that, out there, because... Yeah, just other stuff. I'm kind of curious. Because, like, was it actually... If it was actually being carried and used... In the, because yeah, the oxygen attaches to hemoglobin in your red blood cells, and that's what iron is for. And so it's a protein sequence that iron is involved in. And so, yeah, I'm just kind of curious if he had like a bunch of red blood cells, that means that oxygen is actually genuinely attached, Mm -hmm. or if it was just like dissolved in your blood, which is attached to the protein. But so he probably had high red blood cells too, which is, but yeah, oh, this is (laughs) the stuff that it's doing to their body is just it's crazy, it's crazy, terrifying. Yeah, I'm just so. like it's crazy. I'm like it's terrifying.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's kind of interesting to see it's, how uh, all how it's our so body reacts to certain things. But and it's, that's just such an it is extreme kind of scary. thing. But yeah, that's kind But be it's crazy. also kind of cool. Um,
1: that's copious amounts of drugs, so and so. Yeah, it's it's interesting though how your body reacts and like how little of a t- window, like how small of a frame, like your body works the best in. Like even looking at the temperature, like a one point four degree in Fahrenheit increase in temperature is, like, you're ill, like, so ill, like, you have to stay home, and, like, you have a fever. Yeah. And it's, like, that's so small, like, you have 1.4 degree change outside of the temperature, and you're, like, oh, yeah, I didn't notice that, <laughs> unless it's, like, from, like, negative 39 to negative 40, then you feel it.
0: <laughs> the second person that I looked at, the second survivor was, he He was the, the first screamer, so he okay. had his vocal cords ripped. He couldn't speak, but was very against the sedative. They said, Hey, we're going to administer this sedative to you. And he was very violently shaking his head. to basically saying no. And then they said they were going to do surgery on him. And he nodded yes, when they suggested they do it with no sedative at all.
1: Yeah, yeah that's probably be the best option. Because like, from the sounds of it, they don't feel pain. Like, if they're able to rip... Like, pain is there for a reason to stop you from doing dumb things. Mm-hmm. That is the whole point of pain. Oh, yeah. And so, like, if he was, like, able to rip and eat his own flesh, his sense of pain is gone. Like, don't waste the sedative and the an- anesthesia. Yeah. Just operate yeah. on him. Just, just do it. Mm-hmm. So,
0: it said that he did not react at all during a six-hour procedure.
1: Do you know what they were... Yeah, what they're operating on.
0: So this one, he he was the one who had With his the, abdomen the, kind of mm-hmm. protruding out. I think that's um, like
1: proliferated is if, mm-hmm. Well, that's if your bowels out, but yeah. Okay, I, I believe happens. you. You're you're your the science person. Your proliferated bowel happens like when it comes out your butt. Mm-hmm. So like that's what's talking about. Like your bowels can't come out. You just don't want them to be. Yeah. It's so, like yeah.
0: Yeah, for sure. So he's. Abdominal organs were replaced, and they were attempting to cover them up again. hmm uh,
1: Oh, they had... Skin grafts were probably difficult, because that's how he just ripped off some of his skin. Yeah. Oh, and muscle, too, because, yeah, you've got muscle above that.
0: Yeah, so he was he was very still at this point. Um, yeah. But it was said to be medically possible that he was still alive. One of the nurses claimed that he smiled at her whenever she looked at him. Oh, and this okay. happened several times. Mm-hmm. At this point, the patient began wheezing loudly. And so the surgeon got a pen and paper.
1: Like the last words. Kind
0: yeah, of, for, yeah, for him to write on to, to see like what he, what was, he was trying to say. Because, again, good. he didn't yeah, have his vocal cords. So the subject wrote, keep cutting.
1: Keep cutting. Yeah.
0: And then I think at this point is when he died as well.
1: It was probably just the overwhelm of the decadence. Yeah. And plus he was probably losing a lot of blood and fluids. So that probably not have been good.
0: Yeah. So there was the one remaining test subject left Mm -hmm. at this point. He underwent the same surgery without anesthetic and he was injected with a paralytic but it didn't really affect him. It kind of, just kind of made him loopy. So, He's
1: probably loopy enough. <laughs> it it, it said that more.
0: the this patient laughed throughout the entire operation. I
1: mean, there like you can do brain surgery, and like they keep you awake for brain surgery. They put you under no anesthesia because your mm-hmm. brain doesn't feel pain itself. Right. It's like yeah, they'll have like musicians playing like when they're operating on the brain because like they're so worried like they're gonna cut something in the brain that makes them can't play. So they'll have like. A musician like playing their instrument in mm-hmm. this surgery room, which is so fascinating.
0: That's really cool. I didn't know that. That's, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. And then it said that the paralytic cleared abnormally fast. Yeah,
1: probably.
0: And when they could speak again, they begged for more of the gas. Mm-hmm. Researchers asked why they injured themselves, why they ripped out their guts, and but the only reply that they could get was, I must remain awake. That was uh-huh. it.
1: Yeah, because they're so conditioned. Yep. So, the, yeah, that's probably a bit of Stockholm Syndrome, I wonder. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not into, like, I don't I don't know the hallmarks of it. So if I'm wrong, please tell me. But that kind of sounds a little bit like Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. Of like, he's just completely changed his tune of, like, I need more gas before. He's like, probably, don't put me in there, don't put me in there, don't put me in there. Mm-hmm. And now he's like, take me back.
0: Take me back. Take yep. me back. And so that is what he wanted. He wanted to go back. And that's what they gave him. They put him back in. They mm-hmm. re- heavily restrained him. I love how I spelled chamber there. Chambre. Chambre.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he makes that so fancy. Anyways. They put him in a chambre.
0: <laughs> yeah, so they put him back in the chamber. Um, so now what, what what, do you do with him? So the researchers wanted to euthanize him, but the commander overruled the researchers and put the subjects back on the gas.
1: They probably euthanized him anyway.
0: <laughs> well, we'll get to, we'll get to that. So oh. when he was put,
1: well, not like after, but like during when he had the gas, that probably killed him.
0: When the subject was put back into the chamber, the subject were connected to EEG monitors mm-hmm. oh. um, and restraints, padded restraints. He stopped resisting when they told him that they were going to put the gas back on again, and the brainwaves. The brainwaves were weird. It says the about. it it was weird. It seemed like it, it was flatlining, mm-hmm. and then he was coming back, and it was just brain. flatlined for uh, just like a second or so. Mm-hmm. Yes. So at that point, someone was watching them, because um, they hadn't like completely sealed it back yet or something. Um, this part of the story is slightly confusing, but someone was watching, and they could see that. Whenever he closed his eyes, that was when the EEG, like, flatlined. Mm -hmm. But then when he opened his eyes, it came back to life.
1: Which is weird. Yeah, it's interesting. wonder what has to do with the light. Because the light affects your circadian rhythm, which is your natural sleep pattern. So, yeah. Well, I doubt it, but... Mm-hmm. so you can have that much respect but you're at the point of 15 days and no sleep mm-hmm. so all bets are out the window
0: yeah so this last remaining subject could speak and he started screaming to be sealed in and for the gas to be turned back on mm-hmm. so the commander gave the order to seal the chamber i spelled it chambray, chambray. again okay you're
1: trying to be fancy andrew <laughs> chambray with your chambres. chambray <laughs> sounds like something to, yeah
0: but the the caveat to this was researchers were still alive. So the researcher pulled out his gun and shot the commander, um, and then turned and shot the test subject as well.
1: So there are three researchers still alive. One of them pulled out a gun. One of the researchers, the gun shot the commander, shot the test subject. So now there's one research, two researchers left.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure I'm not sure how many researchers there or originally if were. The researcher
1: it's, would be considered the commander. I doubt it. They're probably
0: Yeah, no, cuz the so commander was well, the sure. military who mm-hmm. was
1: overseeing it.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. And that one that that last death was a little bit confusing. There were a couple that said the EEG it was it kept flatlining. Some said that he just fell asleep and before the gas could get turned back on and that he died. <laughs> Mm -hmm. As soon as like he went under just like some of the other test subjects It
1: would make sense because like your body's just like shutting down Yeah, and if you don't have that stimulant just keeping your brain running. Yeah, it's gonna catch up to you
0: Yeah, so back to the other story where this is the one where he said that he's the researcher pulled out his gun shot the commander shot the test subject but before he actually shot the test subject He points the gun at him and says, I won't be locked in here with these things, not with you. Then he asks, what are you? I must know. The test subject smiled and responded, Have you forgotten so easily? We are you. We are the madness that lurks within you, all begging to be free at every moment in your deepest animal mind. We are what you hide in your beds every night. We are what you sedate into silence and paralysis when you go to the nocturnal haven where we cannot tread. And at that point, it's when the the researchers shot the subject.
1: That is spooky. I was wondering, like, does he have any of his memories? Like, does he have, like, any, like, form of logic and just making decisions? Because you're just more, like, wondering how much... The brain chemistry is affecting the different spots of the brain. The wiring. Oh, I don't like that. That is, that's a good quote. I like the quote. That's kind of, it's a cool quote.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: But the context. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's creepy. It's weird. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Tell me about it. <laughs> so all five of the test subjects are dead. Yep. Plus the commander. <laughs>
0: Yep, the commander's dead, and the sub test subjects and are five dead.
1: Five of the soldiers. So yeah, yikes. Yeah.
0: So, wanna wanna know a little secret?
1: Yeah. <laughs> should I be scared?
0: No, no, you should be quite the opposite. Okay. So, it turns out that everything I just told you it was
1: all a dream.
0: It was entirely fake. What? Maybe, maybe, maybe it was, maybe it wasn't.
1: huh <laughs> I mean, this story makes sense. It does. Was it so, like, somewhere from the sleeping experience? like, they couldn't sleep, and so... <laughs> was it that they force you to sleep and put you in a, like, a catatonic state, and that's what they dreamt?
0: No. Oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Bummer. I thought I was right.
0: That would have been fun, though. That
1: would have been so interesting.
0: So, no. So, that was all actually fake. It was... Actually, just a story posted online. It was a creepypasta, which if you've never heard of a creepypasta It's just they're just creepy stories to creep you out. You can look them up online.
1: Call me. I'm officially creeped
0: (laughs) Yeah, so in all honesty while it was said to have originated as a creepypasta the Actual origins of it are highly disputed. I was like,
1: There's God. I was I would be surprised if that much of like Russian, because that, that would be kept under high wraps. Yeah. Like I was kind of surprised that we had this much information. Yeah. Like we yeah. Given the current political climate, if people are looking back, this is the April of two thousand twenty-two, and so Russia has invaded Ukraine, and so we are kind of at a very interesting turning point, and we're. Yeah, it's, so, Russia, we have not been very friendly with Russia, especially now, and so, yeah. Yeah,
0: the part, like, when this might have been leaked is maybe around the the fall of the Soviet Union. Uh,
1: That would make sense. So,
0: that would make sense if that originally leaked then, and then just more recently came to light.
1: Yeah, or th- there's got to be some seedlings of truth in there. Yeah. Because a story this just morbid and, mm-hmm. yeah, has got to have some little inkling of truth in there.
0: And it would not surprise me if that, at least some parts of it
1: were true. Mm-hmm. I mean, given the atrocities that were committed by all sides, like, during World War II, and, like, because mm-hmm. the Germans had a bunch of experience, experiments going on, Russia was also doing lots of horrible things. The U.S. was doing horrible things. Everyone at that point was kind of just doing horrible things. things. And so kind of, and even after World War II, the U.S. kept doing horrible things. Yeah, for sure. Russia would not surprise me if they did too. Yeah. (laughs) Or any country, honestly.
0: Part of what, kind of what you were just saying, part of what makes this story so believable and maybe even could be possibly true again I, I think this is like a fictionalized version but there may, might be sn- sn- little little bits of it that are true and kind of other stuff that was going on other there were other experiments that did actually happen mm-hmm. around that same time period so the Soviets they experimented from the early 1900s to the like 1980s and they mm-hmm. had i'm sh- they did all sorts of tests but specifically they had a poison laboratory that only got shut down like in the 80s or so uh, and some there are rumors that maybe it's even st- like still active yeah but they researched all sorts of poisons to mm, biological weapons and Which- all all sorts of stuff to
1: it's illegal, <laughs> yeah. By lots of different treaties, because yeah, chemical and biological warfare has been kind of signed off by a bunch of treaties because yeah. of just how damaging it could be
0: for sure. So, that was that for sure actually happened. Um, the CIA did do other sleep deprivation experiments, yeah, I couldn't find went... like what, but
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, sleep is some as a process where like it might seem to have in air quotes like hold you back like i mean like you can like it's eight hours of your day that's one third of your day and so it like, kind of makes sense or if you want to be more productive that you would sleep less but just the processes that happen while you are sleeping are so vital mm-hmm. that like you can't cheat code yeah sleeping <laughs> definitely and so but yeah i think that's kind of the terrifying part of it is just like the it's like it's fictionalized it seems like very dramatic and dramatize, kind of now thinking back about it. but Yeah, for sure. It just has that, there's got to be some level of truth because it's that, yeah, it's just that messed up that there's got to be some foundation of truth. Because, I mean, Stephen King, he writes amazing stuff and, and I don't know if he has like any inspiration or if it just comes straight out of his brain, mm-hmm. but few people can do what he does. Yeah, for sure. And so, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, I'm... Th- <laughs>
0: Yeah, and uh, a couple other experiments that were going on, or that have gone on, Japanese Unit 731, I'm wanting to do a little bit more research into that at some point, that might become more of a full episode, because mm-hmm. I've heard some crazy things that have happened there.
1: That wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Wait, and this was it? I'm what not sure. It? Oh, you're not sure? Okay, um, that's
0: fair. I'm not sure. I didn't do too much research about that specifically, mm-hmm. but... I might in the future. We'll see.
1: Yeah, because I'm kind of curious if that'd be after World War II. Because yeah. then that would be, like, because I'm pretty sure the U.S. has had a naval base mm-hmm. in Japan since mm-hmm. the end of World War II. Since yeah. the Since VJ Day.
0: Mm-hmm. That makes sense. That makes sense. And uh, another reason that this is, this story is slightly more believable is it's, Similarity to the Stanford prison experiment. Um,
1: that, yeah, with the prisoners turning on each other. Yep. Yeah. Oh, and well, it's not just the prisoners turning on each other. That was the um, the prison keepers. That mm-hmm. was the terrifying part of that was yeah. the people in power. They saw that they could abuse their power and they did. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah.
0: So, more reasons that this isn't real. There is a famous uh, humanoid photo that goes along with this story, mm-hmm. typically, and it is fake. <laughs> this photo is like discolored and meant to look older, but in reality, it is a Halloween prop called Spasm that was created in 2005 by Morbid Enterprises. The origin of this story is vastly debated, which Mm -hmm. this is kind of what kind of leads onto its potential credibility.
1: And maybe also another part of the credibility is stuff with like the, cause there's a huge red scare back in the 50s, 60s. And so, I mean, like we've never officially gotten out of it, I would say we've just like, there's still, like, a fear about Russia and what people are doing in Russia, and they're very prevalent in our politics, in American politics recently. Sure. Mm-hmm. But it would make sense, and, like, the people hearing those stories are probably, were conditioned when they were younger that, like, that Russia is bad and um, they do horrible things, and so it would make so much sense for this to go crazy and for it to be blamed on Russia, even though it might not even have happened in Russia. I'm not saying it didn't, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it makes sense that I'd be blown like out of the water and like yeah. yeah. And there's so, so much of the psychology of like the us versus them and probably mm-hmm. a little bit of propaganda by the US to hate Russia so much that this makes sense.
0: Yeah. So, like I said, the origin is vastly debated. Some say the first post was on creepypasta by a user by the name of orange soda <laughs> and that <laughs> happened on August 10th to 2010 without a doubt it was this the, that creepypasta post that brought it to light and kind of made it a worldwide sensation just again by how plausible it is that it could could be real but others they track it back to August 8th 2009 on the a word press blog and the person who posted it uh his user their username was rip 747 <laughs> like <laughs> and also on uh, august 20th 2009 someone posted to a miscellaneous board of a bodybuilding forum
1: <laughs> which is really weird all but this. i mean like. Thank- Bodybuilders, they talk about taking <laughs> steroids, so this yeah. is a story of a Maybe very Maybe it was strong just to steroid. scare them
0: off from taking drugs. Who knows?
1: It, it could be. You <laughs> never know what drugs know. do to your body chemistry. Yeah.
0: yeah, and this post was made by, by the username Falcon Punch. Falcon Punch. <laughs> and then there was one more. The Sorry, the, the August 8th, 2009 on World Press Blog, the, posted by RIP747... Um, he, or, yeah, the, he claimed that the story was told to him by his brother. And so because of this, because that, that's the earliest claimed telling of the story, it kind of could potentially add credibility to it, thinking that maybe it's a story that's spread by word of mouth, that just kind of went down a couple generations, and then, d- then it came to life. I mean, even word
1: of mouth, the story probably gets changed a little bit. Game of telephone. Yeah, I know. Like, just the game of telephone is amazing, how it can go from something totally different. And just also other stories, especially something so dramatic as that. Yeah. So it's like talking to a person who fishes, like, oh, the fish went from, like, being this big to, oh, the fish is huge. (laughs) And it's like, I talk to a bunch of fishermen. So I hear those stories all the time. It's like, buddy... (laughs) Your <laughs> your your line is gonna snap. You can't you couldn't have pulled it a fish that big. Yeah. But
0: So yeah. So this all got me curious. So I, I did a l- as much research as I could I mean not much. <laughs> this got me interested, so I did a little bit of research into the the past of sleep deprivation and kind of a little bit of research that has gone into it Mm -hmm. listen to a couple ted talks Mm.
1: Ooh, ted talks are so great they 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 are they're great
0: they're they're great so the world record for the person staying awake the longest was maureen weston of england in 1977 Mm -hmm. she did not sleep for 18 days 18
1: days I know there's one guy who like he didn't sleep for 13 days and I think he had a heart attack. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: yeah. I, I think I read about him. and That sounds mm-hmm. about right. Well,
1: there's this one person that was watching, like, he lived in Japan, but he loved watching, um, like, European soccer. Mm-hmm. We call it, yeah, so America we call it soccer, but Europe they call it football. So, yeah, they're watching football and so because there's such a time difference between mm-hmm. Japan and Europe, they were, like, having to stay up during all hours of the night and because, like, the FIFA world cup last weeks and they were just weren't sleeping and it sent them into like a cardiac arrest.
0: Yeah. That's crazy. That's I stri-
1: I know that's like dedication to your yeah, team. Yeah. <laughs>
0: very dedicated. I don't have that sort of dedication. I'm sorry.
1: Mm-hmm. I can't but. say that I do either. I value sleep. <laughs> sleep is nice. I value good. sleep when sleep I can is good. get it.
0: Me too. But yes, sleep deprivation has been linked to many things and mm-hmm. Some even say that the Great Chernobyl incident was at least in some part due to sleep deprivation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's crazy. I didn't know that.
1: And then also, like, um, the Valdez oil spill, Mm -hmm. they've linked that to um, sleep deprivation. Yeah. Every year, like, with, um, because I know America, we still, and where we live in America, we still observe daylight savings time, Mm -hmm. and they've linked daylight savings time to, like, Billions of dollars that they're losing and a bunch of it is to accidents because mm-hmm. if people get in accidents and they're just extra tired or the yeah. sun's different. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, sleep is so important. Like, I can't stress <laughs> this. Please yes. sleep. We yeah. value your health. We want you to sleep. But yeah, it's just sleep. Do your own research on sleep. It's so interesting. Like I did a bunch of it myself for like other projects and this dude. But yeah, oh... Uh, it's so crazy.
0: Yeah, it is. It's totally crazy. And so I just did a little bit of research. I I don't know as much on the sciencey side, but um, this is just some of, some of the fun findings that I have. Mm-hmm. I I heard and that I saw. So about a third of our life is actually spent asleep.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I yeah. think it's been decreasing now. Well, even yeah. your infant you sleep so much. But yeah, kind of like your middle age. Mm-hmm. And, like, teenagers.
0: And even over time, in the last 70 years, the average of how much people sleep each night has decreased significantly.
1: Oh, yeah. Do you want to know why? Why? Light bulbs. You Mm -hmm. mentioned the light bulb. Yeah. Because now you can work at night. Yeah. And in America, with capitalism, when you can work at night, why sleep when there's money to be made?
0: Exactly. Yeah. So, in 1950, the average was eight hours a night. And in 2020, it was said that the average was only six and a half hours per night. Yeah, an hour
1: and a half is a lot to miss.
0: Yeah, in 70 years.
1: In 70, yeah. That changed a lot very fast.
0: But yes. So sleep deprivation can cause diabetes, Mm -hmm. heart arrhythmia, high blood pressure, cancer, and it can affect the brain and memory specifically.
1: Of all that junk in your brain.
0: Yeah, so
1: which is a very scientific term. <laughs> I'm full of science. <laughs> junk in the brain.
0: Yeah, the brain side of it, in the memory, was the main research that the mm-hmm. the this TED talk that I listened to. It was Robert Havercy's, I think, is how you pronounce it.
1: We're so sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> if I tried we mispronounce it <laughs>
0: for efficacy reasons. We haven't really done any. Experiments yes. on humans anymore, at least recently, <laughs> but we do do ex- experiments on rodents, mm-hmm. specifically mice and rats. Yeah. So even while sleeping, the brain is processing information about mm-hmm. a task. So in this experiment, they they put um, mice or rats in a new environment with three three objects, mm-hmm. um, and they, the, the rodents explored each object, like, with the, the same amount of time, pretty much. And so they used that as, like, the standard deviation.
1: Of how long they would spend engaging with the objects.
0: Yeah. So then they were taken back into a different box, um, put there, so that they could basically do whatever they want and sleep how they normally would. Mm-hmm. So then they slightly moved one of the objects in the other box Mm. and then they put him back and they concluded that the fully slept rodents would...
1: Oh, explore the object that was moved more?
0: Yes. Yeah. they, Mm -hmm. They spent significantly more time, if not all of the time, exploring the object that had been moved instead of the two that remained the same. They said that this, the their brain map was good. <laughs>
1: it's been a day. Yes. Uh,
0: yeah. So they
1: said that their brain map was good.
0: Yeah. So, and then the, the mice kept awake for only five hours more than the other mice. They didn't have that good of memory. Um, yeah. And they ex- explored all three equally. Just like, and so they... It, it didn't just showed, favor yeah. It, that
1: one. But the, they didn't favor the difference.
0: Mm-hmm. So researchers, <laughs> actual researchers this time, I promise. Thank yeah. <laughs> oh,
1: goodness.
0: So they were curious as to why. So they took a look at the neurons in the brain, mm-hmm. um, and specifically, they looked at like the roots, which are called dendrites, um, and they looked specifically at how many spines each of the dendrites had. So, the study on mice, one group would sleep at will, and one group would remain awake okay. for five hours to just to test, to see how many spines there were. And they thought maybe the neurons became disconnected from one another due to sleep deprivation mm-hmm. or something of that nature. After doing this experiment, they concluded that there was 30% spine loss after five hours of wow. sleep deprivation that is so much. for mice, which doesn't exactly equate the the same to humans, because mm-hmm. mice sleep a lot more than humans do. Yeah, but 30 But still, 30% is dendrite a lot. Less. Mm-hmm. And
1: plus, like, five hours, yeah, that's a lot of time, but, like, it's a lot of time in perspective how much mice sleep. Yeah. But humans, yeah, I bet there's a bunch of dendrite loss, like, if we're kind of more in the ballpark range of, like, two days. Mm-hmm, for sure. Yeah, there's got to be... If
0: not people. even, like, not that long, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they designed a new experiment and they did it while the mice were injected with uh, a chemical that blocked the negative regulators that Mm -hmm. the, and the, the negative regulators break down the spines. So that's what was causing the spine loss. So they Mm -hmm. injected them with something to, to keep them from breaking down the spines. Okay. And it was concluded that the same amount of of spines were preserved, and they still recognized that the bottle had moved. So they were they were exploring that one that one object that had moved. So, so it even was
1: because of that lack of sleep and that dendrites being
0: yep. lost. Yeah, exactly. So even though they were tired, they had five less hours of sleep. They didn't lose those the the, the spines on the dendrites. And therefore their brain functioned better, their brain map was mm-hmm. was, was better. Some, their memory science, was better. it
1: makes sense, yeah. Because, yeah, the dendrites are so important with the receptors and how stuff works. I mean, I don't know much brain, how that works, I just know what I know. And from what I know, dendrites are important, mm-hmm. save your dendrites, guys. Yes, save Get your dendrites, sleep.
0: <laughs> yeah, and just a, a fun fact that I learned, in order to learn properly, you not only need to sleep before, but afterwards as well. So before to kind of prep your brain and give it time to process the information mm-hmm. from the previous day, but also after so that it can again process the information that it just got, so that it can it, it can file it away so mm-hmm. that it doesn't you're, get lost. Your brain
1: is still working when you're sleeping. That's why it's so important to sleep like before an exam. Like after you study a bunch, then you go to bed. That's why like they joke about like um, learning and you know, see... like. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard the joke of like learning by osmosis like you put your head yeah. on the book when you're sleeping? Mm-hmm. That's kind of I don't know that could be where that joke comes from, but that could I, be my fun fact about sleep mm-hmm. So, um, they've compared your brain chemistry and like how you're functioning with like your ability to see of like with sleep deprivation along to um, alcohol like drinking alcohol mm-hmm. And so going 24 hours without sleeping was able to compare to a one. Blood alcohol content level. Oh, wow. That's which pretty is high. is over the legal limit of alcohol. Yeah. That blew That was so insane. Like, I don't, yeah, they gave sure. their number two and I forgot that because it's been like three years. But, <laughs> understandable. It was so fascinating just hearing yeah, that. For sure. Like, a 0.1 after not sleeping for only 24 hours. Mm -hmm. Like, it's such a, it might seem like such a small amount, but holy cow, like, you're legally, like, you're drunk.
0: You're drunk, yeah.
1: Like, your brain is acting like it's drunk, and so, yeah, your function and your mobility isn't as good. Mm -hmm. But, oh, that is so crazy.
0: Second TED Talk that I listened to, he actually, kind of what you mentioned earlier about daylight savings time, Mm -hmm. he brought up statistics about that. Yeah. um, And on the days that we lose an hour, there are statistically more suicides,
1: yeah.
0: more um, heart attacks, more accidents, mm-hmm. pretty much all of the bad stuff. And the exact opposite happens when we gain an hour. Yeah. So even that one hour, that causes a big difference.
1: One hour is huge in sleeping. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. It
0: may not seem like a lot, but apparently it is. Just,
1: oh, no. It, it is so much. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but yeah. This was such an interesting case. Yeah. Like, I just can't believe that... It was like, it makes sense that it was all made up and dramatized, but there had to be some nugget of truth in there. But oh, that's I definitely stored. think that at least there some parts of it is true. Some parts. Yeah, there's got to be something. And maybe it wasn't the same time frame. Maybe it was a World War II incident. This was happening over mm-hmm. the World War II time period. But, yeah.
0: Because a yeah. bunch of
1: the gas testing, that was actually World War One was a bunch of gas. Mm-hmm. And I doubt like they would have they be doing that testing then but yeah that's kind of interesting yeah. that they're administering it by gas but
0: yeah and another oh. another big thing in World War II as i mentioned uh it was Dr Mengele he was mm-hmm. in a really big like Auschwitz. yeah and he experimented on so many mm-hmm. Jews in concentration camps during yeah. World War II and i definitely want to dive deeper into him at some point I know. too it is it's, I've it's done a little really bit of creepy. my own
1: research on what he's done, it's and it's horrible. horrible. Like the, I could not imagine just like, being able to do that to someone. Yeah. Like it's just. I can never the imagine the psychology of that mm-hmm. is so, beyond words. Cause like in before World War Two, like or World War One, yeah, World War One, like a bunch of awful things happened, and then, they blamed Germany on the war, which definitely started, but. <laughs> And so Germany was in a very rough spot. And so the way Hitler rose to power was just his ability to convince people. Yeah. Which is, like, he was a horrible person, said horrible things, but he was a great speaker. Like, he was an amazing speaker. And that is... He was very influential. He was so influential. And he picked the group of people that seemed to be doing okay. Mm Because so many Jewish people were helping businesses. Because they tended to have, like, a little more money. Or, like, that's what they... Not that they had more money, but they put their money into businesses. Yeah, And so that's probably why, like, I heard that's why they're more targeted. But also, so yeah, that was mainly why they're targeted. And so just the ability he had to turn them against it. And so I think that kind of affected Mengel. It's just, he could have also been a psychopath. So that probably (laughs) helped if he was a psychopath. I don't know about him to say he was or not. But yeah, I just wonder like if he was or not, or if that was just the pure power of... Persuasion and just desperation because they were people were starving in Germany. Oh
0: (laughs) Yeah, we'll we'll probably do an episode on him at some point because I'm I've always been very intrigued by him Mm -hmm. Just for so many different reasons on that note. I'm gonna leave you just with a couple of ways to improve your sleep
1: Yes, please do and I will help
0: (laughs) So, a regular sleep schedule is very important. So, Mm -hmm. even weekdays, weekends, going to bed at the same time, waking up at the same time, Mm
1: -hmm. very important. Like, you can have some variation in it, but just try to keep, like, if you normally go to bed at, like, midnight on weekdays, don't, like, expect to, like, then don't go to bed at 3 a.m. on weekends. That will mess you up more. But, like, if it's, like, midnight and, like, 1230 or 1 o'clock, 1 a.m., that.
0: Consistency is very good for... Not only consistent sleep, but, like, good, healthy, refreshing sleep.
1: Yeah. Your circadian rhythm, which yeah, is why sure. you sleep, works better at that. I'm just going to pipe in at these. Cause yeah.
0: The second thing is be cautious with amounts of caffeine and alcohol. Mm, um, which, it
1: sounds like somebody should be taking his own advice.
0: Look, I learned a lot in this research, Okay.
1: <laughs> I'm I'm proud of you, Andrew. I'm glad you learned that. I'm, a g- lot. I'm
0: trying, okay? You're trying, okay? But caffeine, it's so good. Tweet. The next one is to actually sleep in a cool room. Yeah. It's proven that if you the the best temperature to fall asleep is around sixty-five degrees Fahrenheit. It's proven that the the lower air temperature in the room helps your body to cool down, which mm-hmm. makes you go fall asleep faster.
1: That's why a hot shower before you go to bed. Will not help you with sleeping. It overheats your body. I, yeah, I know. I saw that. Not so interesting. Hmm. Like that's why you probably sleep better during the winter versus the summer. Like yeah. we live in a place where it's so cold during the winter, <laughs> and sure. so like you don't want to have your heat blasting. Otherwise, you're just wasting your heat bill. But and you
0: won't sleep as well. <laughs>
1: yeah, you won't. During the summer, that like, you're just not sleeping.
0: <laughs> yeah. And The TED talk that I was listening to he kind of went into the science of it a little bit But your body actually in order to fall asleep, it has to cool itself down. Which I never knew that Yeah, it's really interesting. Your
1: body kind of slows down when you're Mm -hmm. sleeping and so that's why it has to cool off Yeah, which is so interesting. Yeah,
0: if you can't sleep he says go to a different room and do some sort of activity so Some sort of meditation or like reading something something calming um, and then come back to the room when you're ready to sleep and He he kind of equated it to eating You won't like sit at a dinner table and just be waiting for you to be hungry in order so that you can eat mm -hmm. so why would you just like be in bed waiting until you're ready to sleep it that was that makes sense yeah yeah for sure that's
1: so cool so, i never yeah i've really never heard that one but yeah mm-hmm. that's so interesting
0: yeah and then the last one is don't use sleeping pills sleeping pills it, he says that uh they produce kind of like a false sleep and it's mm-hmm. not the uh, healthy oh yeah that, like, like your natural sleep, sleep is Your
1: REM sleep is the really deep, refreshing one. Right, exactly. Because you have like four stages and then REM.
0: Try try your best not to use sleeping
1: pills. (sighs) Unless you're prescribed to them by doctors. Yeah. Then you should take them.
0: Yes. But if not, try your best to stay away from them. And then my last note is sleep is
1: important. (laughs) Yes, please sleep. Yes. (laughs) If you've learned nothing in this (laughs) past like hour and a half we've been going on, your episodes always seem so much longer.
0: Maybe it's just because I can't shut up. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You're not uh, supposed to agree with me.
1: You speak the truth. <laughs> but, yeah, sleep is important. Please sleep. We yes. care about you. Please so, do.
0: But if you can't sleep, go check out our socials.
1: Yeah, definitely. <laughs> if you can't, well, when you wake up, maybe, or, like, when you're well-rested, check our socials. We'll, we'll do that when you're well- Because, like- Oh your, fine. Your, the light from your phone, well, especially because it's blue light, but like just light in general, will, will delay your circadian rhythm.
0: See, I was so, just trying to make a nice transition. I ruined your segue. You completely destroyed it. <laughs> well, thanks a lot. So when
1: you're well rested, check out our socials with Facebook at
0: C N H Pod. Twitter C N H Podcast. Instagram C N H Pod.
1: And we have TikTok now. I was informed of that. Yes,
0: TikTok C N H Pod and also we have our gmail cnhpod at gmail.com feel free to send us an email if Mm -hmm. you're feeling so inclined yes Um,
1: and if you have a case you would like us to cover we'd be happy to yes
0: we will always take case suggestions Mm -hmm. and either tori and i will do it and we will love it because we're always looking
1: for more cases Uh uh-huh like we just we're constantly like looking at on like websites or like listening to podcasts looking for more cases yeah and so we'd be happy mm-hmm. to hear some from people other people as well because there are just some that don't get out there like i know there are some from like my area that i'm from that are just not popular in the other in the well-known realm but it's just like it's well known in our area and they're are big cases like we're covering one like i i texted andrew and said i'm t- i'm covering this case no offense or butts he's like i know, <laughs> i didn't know that but okay <laughs>
0: yeah yeah, for sure. And I've definitely done that to Tori a couple of times now. In all where, caps. Oh, yes. Yeah, I did that earlier today, even. I was mm-hmm. I was telling her about this one case, and I was just like, you can't do this. I am doing this. I call these people.
1: Yeah, like, he's like, I called them. These are my that... cases. I was like, okay, <laughs> fine.
0: Yes. But yeah. Mm-hmm. So we, we we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um if you haven't listened to the other episodes, go back and listen to those. They're they're real nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're yeah. real interesting. So they're,
1: they're really interesting, yeah. And yeah. if you would like, please leave a comment or a rate. I don't know how you rate on these websites because I am technologically <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how technology works so if you can, please do We'd love to read them And ways we could get better Yeah. But yeah, we'll say goodbye but
0: Until then, we hope you guys enjoyed Yeah, and yeah. We'll, we'll see you in the next episode
1: mm-hmm. And go to bed
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yes Make sure to
1: sleep Yes, make wise sleeping choices, please Bye Bye